0: And one, and I believe we are live, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, everybody, Josh Searson of World Alternative Media here, and I am joined, of course, by Tim Pachot of the Liberty Advisor and economic analyst John Snyson in the bottom there. Um, I, I really appreciate uh, being joined by all of you guys today because we have a lot to talk about. Because imagine this we were proven right again. We, have, <laughs> we are witnessing once again a uh, massive collapse of the Dow, we're seeing the stock market. Uh, crater right now and I wanted to go into this issue uh, with you guys today as we are alive. Hit that like button first so everyone that uh, that's tuning in just now, hit that like button, share on social media, help us get around the shadow banning and check those links below and join us on BitChute, Float.app and other platforms because we are not long here for YouTube. But I want to go into the first article uh, here before we get uh, any further here, bringing up the market watch article, if we can uh, bring that up. As it says, Dow plunges 1,500 points as US coronavirus cases rise amid Fed's grim economic outlook. Uh, Of course, the Fed released a a report the other day, and I want to go into the uh, Zero Hedge article before anything else. Um, As the Zero Hedge article says, Dow dumps 2,000 points from Monday's highs, and it shows uh, some of the charts, which are uh, quite phenomenal. Uh, As they said, well, that escalated quickly. Small cap stocks are now down over 5% from before Friday's payroll, a payroll surprise, and only NASDAQ is holding on to gains for now. The Dow is down over 1, thousand points today and over 1600 points from monday's highs 10-year yields are down over 30 basis points from friday's peak gold futures are back above seventeen hundred and fifty dollars uh it appears powell burst the bubble for now um and i want to also bounce to um a message that donald trump wrote on twitter earlier now this is funny this is this is hilarious guys so donald trump earlier today in all capital letters says those that deny their history are doomed to repeat it. And then followed that message up directly after. Seriously, you can't make this stuff up with a tweet that says the Federal Reserve is wrong so often. I agree with that. Um, but then he says, I see the numbers also and do much better than they do. We will have a very good third quarter, a great fourth quarter and one of the best ever years in 2021. Uh, We will also soon have a vaccine and therapeutics cure. That's my opinion watch okay well let's watch that my friends um let's uh, and how, and let how come
1: I, he doesn't have to say like this is not financial advice like whenever he says stuff like well this, he didn't know, mention it's, it's his opinion
0: um but honestly Gosh. um his opinion switches it seems every month so i'm not quite sure how to go about that but um first of all uh because we haven't had you on for a while here john uh what do you think about um this uh massive collapse of the stock market today where it's heading and this idea that we're heading into the best ever year
2: in 2021. Huge, <laughs> huge. Well, it's uh, no, it's interesting. It's uh, I, I think where we're heading, and I, I, I was kind of, it's interesting. I was warning about this because I've been tracking over the last uh, probably like three months now. I've been uh, putting in data daily, almost on the Federal Reserve repo operations, which is overnight lending but, uh, between the big banks, and when the repo operations has to be. Uh, Know, subsidized by the federal reserve uh it means that something is wrong and it was just two days uh, three days ago two days ago it was starting to just skyrocket and i was uh very quick to say like just watch guys there's going to be some serious turmoil coming up at the end of the week. And oh, <laughs> there we are today uh it's interesting because that means that it's a liquidity crisis again they're up at you know bailing out overnight uh, banks banks can't you know uh, be able to afford to um, uh, sustain themselves, even though they removed reserves, as me and Tim has covered uh, before. Uh, so it just shows you how strained the economy is. Uh, and you know, it's um, it's it's funny how to listen to Trump and other politicians. You know how great it is here in Canada. Reef operations, like just since uh you know from march till april april was just appalling it like the balance sheet in in canada and it's nobody's even close Uh, It jumped 221%. Most of that was overnight bailouts of the banks. (laughs) Meanwhile, you know, it's like uh, here we got the media doing what Trump does over in in the States. They were saying that, oh, Canadian banks are the best dividend investments and the best stocks, uh, you know, in the world. (laughs) basically at the same time that they're getting bailed out on a scale that's not even comparable to any other central bank in the world. And I do um, want to so,
0: point yes. out the exact numbers for those that are just tuning in. The Dow Jones Industrial Average right now is sitting at 25,449.94, <laughs> down 1,540 points on the day. Five point seven one percent, and and I want to point out that that is historic. I mean, we've seen this history play out a few times this year, but nonetheless, I mean, that's a massive one day drop as far as points go. Maybe not as much as percentage points go, but no, as but far as per- points go, yeah.
2: But percentage-wise, it's still drastically it's still massive. massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Th- just imagine, like, if you had let's say a hundred billion and they lost five percent of that, that's a substantial amount money that you lost oh, man i lost uh, a yeah. billion
0: only the fed and the <laughs> stock market
2: could lose 100 billion just like that yeah but, but yeah no it's interesting you have the fed you know uh, they've been in you know uh, buying they've still been buying stocks and bonds of course over the last month it's been about 500 billion dollars that they still bought in qe even though that they you know drastically lowered the amount of uh, like buying uh mortgage-backed securities but one thing they started to do in april was they actually started to buy collateralized uh, uh real uh, commercial real estate obligations uh which they call cm uh c r e mbs or something like that or it's uh also could be clos uh potentially that is based in there so they bought like 9 billion as uh, so of the last month or so so they're starting to like get into other assets, and of course, uh, if if you guys go and look up, this is so interesting. I, I forgot the name again now, Tim. I don't know if you remember it, but uh, the bailout fund that you know BlackRock is you know has created uh, to bail out, uh, you know, be able to work on, of course, the government's behalf, but they are bailing out uh, ETFs and and commercial uh, debt uh, uh, instruments. And uh, but what they're doing is basically they're making. Uh, they're making commission uh, by doing that for the government, but then they also make commission on selling their assets that they are buying <laughs> on the other side. Their own junk
1: bonds. They're making money off yeah. selling their own junk bonds. Yeah, which, yeah so exactly. So and, and they're the I mean the largest uh money manager in the world. I, I can't remember, I mean, these numbers always fluctuate, but it's like over six trillion or something. Maybe not maybe not as of today because of the market because they probably lost yeah. over a hundred billion today. Speaking of losing oh, yeah. over a hundred billion. Uh, I mean, but you see things like I saw like different messages where there's kids who can't play Fortnite during Trading hours because now you've got 10 year olds who are on Robinhood and different investing apps who are day trading (laughs) Hertz bankrupt bonds and all sorts of other bank like Carnival Cruise Lines, Chesapeake,
2: Genji, yeah, others. And so
1: it's like the shoe sign boy when you're getting stock tips for him, and now you're getting everyone that thinks, like, oh, it's just so easy. And, you know, maybe they're taking Trump's investment advice that this is, you know, a great time to buy. But he also told us it was a great time to buy, you know, February 15th when they were trying to incentivize people to get into the stock market even outside of their IRAs and 401 k's and you know josh and i did a video on that and then i, I do see an, an article here from uh jeffrey gundalak it's actually it's part of my evernotes and so you guys can actually get a hold of every single note that i save throughout today every single note that john saves throughout today on our discord uh channel and we'll probably go ahead and post that link but right now this is just my own personal evernote and there's it's jeffrey gundalak and he is known as the bond king he replaced uh bill gross as the bond king and he's even coming out and saying uh you know, basically, you know, recommending people buy gold. I mean, so you've got, you know, basically the w- most well-known uh, bond fund manager in the world saying that basically bonds suck and they buy gold. I mean, you know, yes. how much more? Do you, and then this guy is probably one of the few professionals out there that I would actually respect what he has to say, whereas most of these people are just repeating the same yeah. old well, talking was, points.
2: Yeah, I was listening to actually to uh, Real Vision, another great financial YouTube channel out there. Uh, Raul Paul had his definitive review, weekly review or whatever he does. And in there, he was actually saying the amount of trading that's going on and uh, like on Robinhood and others, you know, it's just appalling. And he said like the uh, the amount of, you know, how people go into bankrupt companies and trade bankrupt companies, that is uh, very like the 2001 uh, tech bubble. He said it's basically, you know, copycatting that and he's like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're heading towards the, the end here, he's, he's mm-hmm. saying. And that was a video he posted yesterday, right mm-hmm. before... Course the well, and market I, I do
0: wanna I do wanna point out it's Raul Paul for those just in case you didn't hear that, not Rue Paul, the drag queen. Yeah. Uh, and, and, not, and not
1: Ron Paul either. I mean, not Ron Paul, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, we've seen um the Dow completely crater today. Make sure to hit that like button, share on social media, and get us around the shadow banning here at World Alternative Media. Um there's you know, I've been looking at Boeing for a little while now. The last couple months, it's been interesting because Boeing collapsed like a rock. And I figured, you know, there's a good chance we're going to see a massive boom in the stock for Boeing, mostly because um, they're going to get bailed out. And sure enough, their stock skyrocketed over the last couple of weeks and is now witnessing another major plunge today. It's going boing, boing, boing. I mean, imagine the betting. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrible. But imagine the the bets that you can make on something like that. I'm not advising anyone to do anything, but I mean, like, they're getting bailed out, then they're crashing. They're getting bailed out, (laughs) then they're crashing. I mean, like... It seems almost like the perfect kind of market manipulation for in, any insider traders. But um, I want to bounce uh, to uh, the next article here. because Wait, can I, can um, I say
1: one more thing that basically uh, dovetails right. with that perfectly? So we have Muhammad el I've got the article pulled up here now. For those of you who don't know, he used to work with uh, Bill Gross, who was the former Bond King. And now he's at Allianz, who is the parent company of, uh, of PIMCO and he's out there basically you know i forgot where it says it in the article but the skip to the end version of this is he basically comes out and says listen the only reason people are betting on the stock market right now is because they know the fed is going to bail them out and that he Mm. isn't comfortable just making bets predicated solely on having to have the federal
2: reserve jim and are here to pick up the same prescription
1: do. and now cnbc is playing music in the background thank you but anyways yeah we can go back to the other article which which article did you want us to pull up
0: uh let's get into um let's see here we got the market uh business article because Obviously, uh, the Fed has been making some interesting statements lately. Um, or I remember back in December, they said that they would not see interest rates change in 2020. That was funny. Remember that? I feel like Chris Farley in that Saturday Night Live uh, episode. Like, remember? You know, that was that was funny. Well, uh, Janet, um,
2: Janet Yellen saying we're not going to see a uh, recession in our lifetime. So I know. It's, it's yeah. Speaking, yeah, speaking of Chris Farley, she, she had a urinary tract infection. Oh my also. God! I, I guess that she's up six again years. Well, uh, and speaking
1: of McF- Chris Farley. I mean now it's like literally people's dream is to live in a van down by the river. Uh you know, so now you yeah, know everything has come looking. everything has come yeah, everything has come full circle. And during my Anarchopoco talk I literally had their own dot plots, which for those of you who don't know, the Federal Reserve, when they get together, they try to say where they think interest rates will be on both like the end of the year, the next year, the following year, and then what they call the longer term, so three or more years. Yeah. They've been so wrong, it's not even funny. And then I was showing that it was a, a flattening, that it goes from being, you know, going way up to flattening. And on stage, I go, this is wrong now, the flattening, because it's going to be going straight down, and it's going to be stuck at zero. And what you know what it's like three months later and that's exactly what happened so yeah. maybe you know what you know what, trump maybe you should just listen to like the world alternative media over here and listen to our podcast because uh you know <laughs> we've been way more right than the federal reserve We've been bang on
0: we've been bang yeah. on i mean all three of us have said uh, and i mean you guys are more uh far more experts at in this uh issue but i mean i've been calling it as well and i mean it really says a lot about the fed that these academic morons that um, are telling people. I mean, remember, it was a couple uh, months ago that Larry Fink from BlackRock, of course, the same guy who told everyone to buy stocks at uh, the top. Um, yeah, he. I remember him saying that I at this point, I just buy whatever the Federal Reserve buys. I just buy whatever the Fed, and that brings me to this next article. And that they're I buying to stuff up.
1: directly from him. So basically, he, right. he, whatever he <laughs> buys, the Fed will buy. So it's, it's this whole feedback loop.
0: So. I, I know. It, it is. It's crazy. If you can bring up this Markets Insider article, as it says, the Fed sees near zero interest rates lasting through 2022 to curb the coronavirus economic damage. What do you guys think about this notion of interest rates lasting through 2022? I'll place
1: a bet right now. It's going to be going way longer than 2022. If anyone wants to, you know, bet me 20 bucks on that, that
2: it's, uh... it's going to go negative. That's my bet. <laughs> so... Yeah, I Very mean, I can't imagine year. it's not going to go negative. Yeah, well, this actually, year, second actually, wave. bond yields was, at one point, they were actually negative at the, the the height of the crisis, basically, in the that we were covering. They actually did bounce into the negative, uh, some bonds, actually. So it, it did go negative. Yeah, treasury uh, bonds I, on, I, the, on the free market, yeah, it did yeah, go negative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, um, of course, had negative oil prices, uh, that's another crazy thing, you know, where it's a massive oversupply uh so, so you just see a lot of shocks the thing here is that they're all, all tried to blame the coronavirus the pandemic for all, this whole thing meanwhile you know all these economic issues have been underlined for such a long time and they're just coming into preparation the, the coronavirus just pricked a, little, a massive bubble yeah the uh,
0: dominoes were waiting big. to fall and, there's breezes going by almost yeah. knocking them over and they just and, needed a catalyst
2: and when you expect like what do you expect to happen when you shut down the whole freaking economy basically uh, in, uh, some in some bubble. places like yeah, uh, the dominoes are waiting now, to are reopening, but they're basically reopening at a waste. So this is interesting. So I, I- <laughs> get to the store, throughout the corona crisis, you know, I haven't really cared too much. It was actually really great uh, because there was a little bit less people, but still, you know, we had way more people in the store, like probably over double uh, the amount of people in the store during the corona crisis than we have now, that we haven't had, a, you know, we haven't had like an interprovincial like uh, contagion here for like almost one and a half months. But all the cases that they got in uh, came from the outside. And so, like, when you believe that you're opening the economy, the government has set, you know, rules in place that, you know, uh, people that have restaurants and all this stuff, they're probably massively indebted, and then they believe that they're going to open up on 25% of their, uh, their revenue? Uh, like are you stupid? Like come on! Like yeah. they're, they're totally And and, and by the way, John,
0: I, yeah. I I have to add. I mean, these restaurants, restaurant the restaurant industry is already terrible for profit in the first right. place. They already yeah, are dealing are with are massive terrible. regulations, taxes, uh, all sorts of permits and licenses. And then on top of that, they're saying 25% of them will never reopen again. 52% oh, of all incredible. small businesses will never reopen again. After that, 52%. What when push comes to shove, that's all those people without jobs. Those people are also not spending that into anything else. So all these other businesses that stay open will slowly drain money and go bankrupt. And then you have these massive industries that are allowed to stay open while everything was closed, Walmart, uh, Costco, places like that. And, you know, you, you have these people <laughs> on the left that are attacking small business owners yeah. for wanting to stay open. But it's crazy because they're literally <laughs> burying themselves in monopolies right now. It's either the one big yeah. monopoly, the government, or these massive monopolies that have now been propped up by the government. This isn't 100%. a coronavirus shutdown. This is a government shutdown then
1: amazon is funneling money to black lives matter to then go and riot and further (laughs) deteriorate all the small business competition that they have in some you know 4d chess type maneuver but john was talking about how (laughs) cases aren't spreading in in canada well, apparently I'm in the capital of the world over here in Arizona, which the other day I uh, decided to turn on CNN and see what uh, Don Lemon was having to say. And the whole thing was, you know, Arizona, 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 you know, just a big crisis going on out here. And, uh, you know, what? we're also we're 50th out of 50 in testing and so okay we have more people showing positive now oh because we weren't doing any testing because i mean i was uh i had some people telling me like oh why don't you just get tested because you thought you already had it and i couldn't go get tested uh no was no place to go get tested and now oh we've got more people in hospitals we know we have also here in arizona we have a lot of old people this is where people go to retire i've got two i'm like flanked by two different retirement communities right on each side of me i've got uh sun city that's like a few miles away from me Old people come here. I live in one too, yeah. (laughs) Old people come here to die. And then, oh, it's old people are here dying. Like, oh, like crazy. Well, today,
0: uh, Tim, the Phoenix mayor uh, announced that uh, she was upset that. Um, she thinks that they open, they're opening up too early. They open up too early, and they're trying to battle these massive numbers in in Phoenix. And it's like, but again, most of them are faulty. Remember, China un- undercut the uh, numbers, or I mean, yeah, didn't count all the people who had it, which allowed them to have a massively high mortality rate. And then in the U.S., they counted way more people. And it, again, if you bring in asymptomatic cases and go by the CDC's own studies that came out about three weeks ago, conveniently right before all the riots happened the one that, says that, you, the one that says, says that
1: you can get it or you can't get it from it they keep switching stances oh that's a like world that. health organization <laughs> but the
0: cdc themselves well they said that you can't get it off the of surfaces and all that kind of stuff but what what is most interesting and i reported on it at the, at the time was that they said in their documents 0.26% chance of dying, but if you take out nursing homes, it's 0.2% chance of dying. But if you take out people under 50, it's 0.1% chance of dying. But if you uh, take into account all the asymptomatic cases, it's 0.04% chance of yeah. dying. If you have it, but if you don't have it, just as a human being on Earth, it's 0.002% chance
2: of dying. Here, here's an interesting fact. I just or about to- as much as Elizabeth yeah. Warren is Native American. No. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, this is interesting. I just talked to. Uh, a, uh, a Swedish uh, guy actually because I'm dealing with my dad's um, dad's uh, you know death and and he worked for a Swedish company selling LED lights. And so I talked to the boss there and we had a, actually a decent conversation for probably like 15- 20 minutes about coronavirus and the shutdown and all this stuff and he he's just very frustrated because they lost all their business in Norway. Meanwhile Swedish business was booming. Uh, at the time because Sweden didn't shut down (laughs) over there. And what was interesting, and in the district, the health district that he lived, he actually talked to one of the top uh, people in the health industry there. Uh, Apparently, the death rate of people, so like total death rate uh, within, it was Hogalan or something. I I forgot what it was called, the district. But what he said that she told him that the actual death of people, the amount of people dying, uh, was actually more in both 2017, 20, uh, sorry, 2018, 17 and 16 uh, than it was in uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. So like the, this whole like thing, the, the problem is that people that are old, you know, unfortunately, it, it's just life. Like people pass away. Uh, it sucks. But, you know, it, it does happen and, and people are weak, you know, their immune systems are weaker and a lot of times like people doesn't even die of the coronavirus you know like i'm curious i'm I'm trying really to get my dad's death certificate because uh like yeah i'll be curious to see what they uh
0: uh, done to it because i heard some other yeah yeah, that's a strange yeah. thing, too, because and I know a lot of people because of this whole thing, it's absolutely terrorism what they're doing. They're not allowing people to go to funerals. Uh, I have another friend that uh, it, whose father just died mm-hmm. about two weeks ago, cannot go to his funeral. He was kept from in a hospital, not allowed to contact his family, even oh, over the falling, phone, yeah. even yeah. over the phone for three weeks. And he died. He thought that no one wanted to contact him. He said his, he thought his family just didn't care, but he, they couldn't get a hold of him. He has 12 kids could none of them was were able to get a hold of him for the final Just 3 disgusting. weeks it's yeah. horrible, you know, this yeah. this is gonna be something with everything that we're seeing in the economy, with the markets, with everything, uh, the lockdown measures, with the amount of government intrusion into everybody's life. I mean, this will be met with a reckoning that I can't even comprehend at this moment, because, and if it isn't, God help all of us, because uh, honestly, <laughs> if we don't do yeah. something, this is a big test. It's a test for something worse. I guarantee you, it's yeah. a test for something worse than what we've seen this year. But I do want to try and get back on topic somewhat yeah. here, um, <laughs> For those that are just tuning in, we're wait, talking I mean, about it the all, stock
1: it all, it all entails with the stock market because at first, he, what they had to do is they had to convince everybody it was it was all better and this V-shaped recovery and then you wait to all yep. the lemmings who then sell or basically buy up all the stocks from the high net worth people from the institutions. Yep. About two weeks ago, <laughs> two weeks ago, i yeah. believe was like the highest amount of outflows ever for high net worth institutional investors and who was buying it the retail investors so
2: all the by sheeple, the big time right yeah exactly. so the
1: sheeple were the ones who ended up buying up all the stocks i mean i've been sitting in cash for about two months now which we you know sold our put options about two months ago as well uh at a good point and most of our clients are actually up year to date right now mm-hmm. not to make a commercial out of this because I'm, I'm not if you go and schedule with me basically it's already out like a month right now so if you want to basically get a hold of me there's a couple spots like next week but then it, we're already in to July, and you can uh, check
0: the link below. And uh, there's a website, DelibertyAdvisor.com linked below um, if you want to get a yeah.
1: Hold but it. all this is, I think, to build it up, and then it's oh, we're gonna have this big second wave that's already been like out there in the ethos. How things- closer to the
0: microphone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got really quiet there.
1: And so like, of where things are gonna be going? So we
0: are told there's gonna be this big
1: second wave, and then what's gonna happen is now Trump, you know, by saying these, you know, doubling down on these tweets that you were reading earlier, talking about how, uh, you know, you know, listen to him, not the Federal Reserve, and that. I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the Fed is wrong a lot. But we're going to have a great recovery. Well, now... I mean, he has so ingrained himself and married himself to the stock market, which is the yeah. biggest complaint I was having. Anyone can go back, you know, and audit me the past three and a half years, saying the worst thing he could do is to marry himself to this market. They're going to pull the rug. Was definitely him. shot
2: himself in the leg. You know, yeah. like he was, he was against the, he was talking against the stock market, how bad it was, like how overvalued it was. In 2016, in he campaign, said yeah.
1: it was a big, fat, ugly bubble. In June of 2016, <laughs> then he also said that Janet Yellen is doing yeah. political things to help Barack Obama out because he just wants to be out golfing all the time. And doesn't want and wants to make sure Hillary gets in, and then he gets in and criticizes Jerome Powell go not doing, for not doing the yeah for not doing the exact same things that Obama was doing, and then now I'm the libtard if I want to then you know talk about what he's doing. But the now one of the number one. Indicators, that if you will be president again, is if not that I care about who's president, but what is going to happen is the stock market is the biggest indicator. So if you I forgot the exact amount, but the number is 86 percent chance of the incumbent party winning if the uh, market is positive, uh, uh, you know, two months before an election. So all they need to do is slow down the pace of corporate bond buying or repos or let the interest rates go up, and the interest rates going up will tank the bond market, which will then in turn tank the stock market, and goodbye Donald Trump, which that's an insurance policy. They don't even, I think he's got a 0% chance of winning right now. And for those of you who want to criticize me, I had my grandpa stage an intervention with me in 2016 for telling everybody I thought Trump was going to win. So I'm not some yeah. Trump arrangement. I call it Christmas. July
0: 2015 myself, and I, I'm looking at it. You know, the, he barely won over Hillary Clinton, who is one of the most hated people ever. So it's hard to believe <laughs> that everything's just going to be rosy this time. But hey, I want to point out here um, that, uh, oh man, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. So talking about Trump, this is something that I'm a little bit concerned about because, again, it misdirects people, it misdirects people to the real. Culprit and the real issue, and Trump does this to himself. He writes this tweet saying that he believes that, um, the, it's we're gonna have the best 2021 best market ever, everything's gonna get better in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. And now, if it doesn't, which it very likely yes. won't, uh, it could have the best 2021
1: him. ever because we've never had it before in this situation, <laughs> but <so>. yeah,
0: <laughs> but it <laughs> true. 20, hey, 2021 BC, but look, uh, here it was a great year, a <laughs> great year, um, but. Um, No, but the issue is that now when it doesn't turn out that way, they'll take that tweet and then they'll blame it on him. And he's shooting himself in the foot in the sense that, again, people get misdirected. He's not in charge of the stock market. Um, He's not in charge of the economy. He just says things that can affect it. But yeah. at the end of the day, and, you know, getting rid of reg- regulations and taxes can help it in some way, shape or form. But right now, the Fed's just pumping trillions of dollars into the stock market. So, I mean, it's not Trump. It's this shadow government. And again, yeah. he's making it so on one side, people don't blame him for anything. And on the other side, people blame him for everything.
1: Do you see yeah, his, I mean Josh well, you see his latest tweet where it says anarchists just took over Seattle and the liberal I know Democratic I saw that I, I
0: corrected him I said can you stop calling communist anarchists it's literally the yes. opposite Go ahead John <laughs> No
2: it's it's interesting uh, you know talking about all this and of course uh I kind of got the uh, eye on something called the PMCCF and the SMCCF uh, you can look that up I, I think it's uh yeah I forgot the exact what it means but what they were talking about there is doing about, uh, it was uh, $750 billion each each. It was primary and secondary corporate, uh, and this is the ETFs that they're talking about and bonds. Uh, they were going to use, uh, remember we were talking about, Josh, the, the uh, whole uh, thing, uh, exposé that I did uh, on Hepburn's the GSM, on the exchange stabilization fund. Uh, and they've been using it. And actually, I got proof now, and I was predicting that you know you're going to see a massive jump in the balance sheet of the uh, exchange stabilization fund, which is yeah. the currency manipulation agent, the, the the fund that they use to manipulate the US dollar and make sure that you know the US dollar stays strong. Was uh, that is now up, Josh, 500 billion dollars suddenly. Um, <laughs> and of course, what they could do with that, if they even just did fractional reserve lending, now they could borrow out f- about five. Uh, uh, no, sorry. How much would that be? Now that'd be five. Yeah, about I'd five trillion dollars. Yeah, five trillion dollars. They could borrow from that five hundred billion. So here well, you go, like the hidden bailout that nobody's talking about. And of course yeah. that was, you know, the ESF was created by the gold that they stole in 1933.
0: From the people. Yeah, nobody ever talks about the exchange stabilization fund. And I think it's important. We used to do a lot of interviews, John, with Rob Kirby. Of course, yeah. Lynette Zhang talks about it, but on um, the exchange stabilization fund, yeah, they they seized the gold under FDR. They used <laughs> some of that gold, a bunch of that gold to, to create the exchange stabilization fund, ironically, yeah, and to some stuff, degree. Yeah and remaining gold that they use to then fund the imf later on but um i, so I do there want you do mentioned with, is
1: there anything to do with the bis bank of international settlements
2: no no not at all actually like there's uh, the only thing that's a tie is that they hold it as special drawing rights from the imf that's hmm. the only like the u.s holdings that the BIS, the they IMF were getting
1: IMF funded here. during no. world war ii from looted nazi gold and you had an american thomas mckittrick who then there's
2: a lot of that going around
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, but it could it could actually be you know, that, you know, was also seed funded by the uh, ESF, who knows, right? Because well, this ESF fund is sinister, hiding, you know, under the, the hood and been manipulating currencies for, you know, uh, almost a century now
0: no they're not nothing sinister about it they're just out to help everyone make money and um you know well now
1: they're now they're they coming become. out and saying that uh that this census this pandemic is a once in a generation type event that this debt is you know it's morally uh okay to spread this the debt payments out you know for our kids and grandkids and great-grandkids because you know we had to do a whole lot of sacrificing over here so right. our kids and
0: grandkids can sacrifice i saw that <laughs> article today <laughs> Well, uh, I, I do want to yeah. uh, mention, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, make sure to hit that like button and share on social media. Help us get around the shadow banning and check those links below. Join our new newsletter at imband.com as well as join BitChute Float. And there's a bunch of links down there. Anyway, um, you mentioned trillions of dollars. And I want to bring up the Zero Hedge article regarding Mnuchin because this is kind of interesting. This came out um, earlier today on Zero Hedge. If you have it on the screen, it says Mnuchin scrambles to halt stock route says we'll pump another $1 trillion into economy this month, Pump oh, it just up. this month, <laughs> uh, he says. Uh, the article says, with stocks tumbling, it was only a matter of time before Trump trotter out. Uh, uh, Trump trotter out the. Pl-. That's terrible. I'm sorry. There's it, a typo I in the article. Say trotted, Trump, yeah. uh, trottered out the plunge protectors, and sure enough, just minutes after catch reopens, uh, Steve Mnuchin dialed into CNBC, where he said that we can't shut down the economy. Should I do an impression of Steve Mnuchin? We, I, I have to plug my nose when I do it. Um, but uh we can't shut down the economy again amid growing fears of a second virus wave. And just to get the Robin Hood traders extra pump, the Treasury Secretary said that another one trillion dollars will be pumped into the market. Actually, the market got crashed out. Economy. Um look. And remember uh, when they're
1: saying that we were QE conspiracists uh going back in February, that there was no link between the <laughs> stock market and printing money. Uh, I, know. I mean, it wasn't. And then John the other day sent me a link uh, or maybe it was on his Facebook where he showed the correlation uh, recently. It was Neil Kashikari was saying that, which he was the Minneapolis Fed president. And I think Bill Dudley, the former New York Fed president, was saying that as well. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. We're just conspiracy theorists thinking that, you know, the Fed printing money uh, you know, is making the stock market go up. Yeah. And,
0: and by the way, I, I, I want to point out, I mean, um, Trump did say yesterday that he doesn't want he, if there's a second wave, they will not shut down the economy the thing is presidents aren't in charge so i mean at the end of the day there's a deep state that people on the, that are pro trump talk about all the time rightly so though they're a little mis- they're a little confused on what the deep state is um they are going to sit back and say if any if they shut it down again oh it was out of trump's control well i thought yeah, trump well, was states or provinces that, the
2: deep yeah. state yeah it's the states and provinces that does it here in north america and Uh, I think they're going to go crazy again and shut it down because uh, we we basically entered a medical tyranny. It's, uh, you know, they've been, the World Health Organization has been waiting for this for, you know, many decades as they've been building up. And, of course, who's the biggest funder of the WHO is uh, none other than since the U.S. apparently pulled away uh, their funding. Now it's Bill Gates that's actually the biggest funder of a, a multinational uh, that is you know all the exposed bill world, gates Day coming up in a two a days private, yeah but it's a private uh, you know billionaire that's yeah it's
0: funny how people yeah. on the left are like oh damn these billionaires except for Bill Gates it's like yeah. oh, wait a second wait a second uh, <laughs> but i i want to um you know ask with everything that's happening i i think obviously there is going to be an attempt at a fake second wave a fake i in like uh, capital letters they're faked second wave um because i've been hearing from countless people now i've been talking with so many people i just got it confirmed again yesterday from a, from a friend of mine who's been talking with high up people deeply entrenched in the government that are saying november remember remember the 5th of november but no seriously november <laughs> is when the uh we're gonna start starts. Yeah, but we're gonna see um, a major push for that second wave, and uh, I mean, look, right now we're. seeing... And then it's gonna end the day faster.
1: after. The, it's gonna end the day after Joe Biden gets in. So. And, and man,
0: <laughs> so. I, I'm just seeing this freaking um, slave thing going on with the, these masks. I mean, talk about a fluoride stare. All you see is dull eyes staring at you for, while a mask uh, covers their face. It's scary, I, yeah. but this is just a beginning, folks. And with what they're talking about. another trillion dollars into the economy. We're not going to be closing. Don't worry. Uh, Interest rates are going to stay at zero. What do you think?
2: Well, well, yesterday, you know, the Fed, uh, no, sorry, the Fed, well, they're pretty much the same. Who cares. But uh, the U.S. (laughs) government, (laughs) the U.S. government actually passed 26 trillion, and it was one trillion jump in, you know, just a month, basically. And so they are, uh, you know, uh, just jumping. And, you know, I think Tim also said, you know, we're going to at least see over 30 trillion dollars. Uh, and, you know, we're getting pretty close. What was the Obama like? It, it's every like four years, it usually doubles. But it seems like now with Trump. Wasn't Obama it, about $9 trillion? I call. Yeah. I was
1: saying. I was telling people and getting lambasted by people that were following me at the time because it was a pretty pro-Trump crowd that was following me, saying that if Trump ends up becoming president for a second term, that he will put on just as much debt, if not even more debt. And everyone's like, "Oh, you're just a Libtar, Trump derangement syndrome." Oh, that's like, that, and that's I,
2: how the system works. Hell, that's basically <laughs> like
1: lowballing it. Yeah. And, and actually, yeah. let's, let's take a look at my Evernote again, yeah. right over here. And uh, I was reading this this morning and this, you know, you were saying the government and you meant to say the Fed. Well, look at this quote. The crisis will, however, mark a change in the relationship between governments and central banks, blurring the boundaries between the two, even through QE. Requires them to coordinate their actions much more closely. So there you go. I mean, now even they're even trying to seed it, trying to blend the two, even though they were initially,
0: you know, the, the stories that they were created to
1: yeah. remain independent. And, and uh, that didn't happen. A
0: Bill says in the chat, no lives matter to the government. This is true. No, that's this is something too. we all need to comprehend immediately. <laughs> Get over this racial issue and look at the biggest problem for all mankind. There's two of them government and banks, and they work together. They're yeah. almost the same entity at the end of the day. Go-
2: governments certainly. are the biggest, sorry to say this, but governments are the biggest racist in history. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Wiping yeah. out entire countries and oh, yeah. Yeah, experiments uh, and then, and then, oh, as I'm running watching, crack into black neighborhoods,
1: And as I'm yeah. watching CNN the other day, which I, you know, it's something I never say, but, you know, I decided to turn <laughs> it on and see some of the propaganda that was at play. And the first ad is for Monsanto in uh, a like roundup product. The next ad is like a fluoride toothpaste and so it's like, oh great great you know let's get glyphosate, give everybody cancer allegedly and then uh, you know then let's you know dumb them down with the fluoride, uh, which is something that uh, Stalin first started using and then then Hitler, borrowed it or
0: no it's Lenin, then then stalin
2: hillary Uh, did
1: you say hillary no (laughs) hitlery no uh
0: no but um okay so but Uh. on on the topic of uh trillions of dollars being pumped into the economy what do you think the effect will be tim with um as far as inflation versus deflation goes you've talked about this a few times here at lamb i mean in
1: the short run i mean the dollar would Probably actually get a little bit stronger, uh, but then that strength I think will lead to weakness. But there can be inflation in some things and deflation in others, and so there'll probably be inflation in the stuff we need to buy, the stuff we need to live off of, so food. There'll probably you know inflation there, uh, but then you know maybe some other areas though. Uh, it's the financial assets. You can see lots of inflation in, you know, the stock market and, you know, I mean, the bond market too. I mean, there's that, that's even a bigger yes. bubble in the stock market, in my opinion. Uh, but it's being artificially, that one is definitely being artificially manipulated by the federal reserve. Uh, and so it's just weird dichotomy where, yeah, you're going to see inflation. But the thing is when there is eventually inflation, what's the Fed going to do? Raise rates yeah. and what's raising rates going to do? It's going to absolutely tank everything. And then, I mean, we are at the end game. Of, you know, even Larry Kudlow said, and we did a video, I it was, it was probably like last March or something, where Kudlow said, We're never gonna see rates rise again in his lifetime. Well, it, you can't. Yeah, you can't.
2: It like, it's just impossible. Yeah. If they raise rates, we're bankrupt.
1: I mean, I remember saying, I remember yeah. talking about this when we were at like, only at like 16 trillion dollars of debt and i'm like you know probably like 10 years ago i'm like yeah once we get to you know 20 trillion a 5 percent interest rate or even if the fed funds rate was three the government probably borrowed five which then would put us at a trillion dollars a year of interest so now they need to go negative so then that way the government can borrow more money to finance more wars and finance more bs and social engineering but the way of
0: ancient rome
2: and so
1: there's no way out of this and uh and so john and i did a John was a guest on Kirk Chisholm's podcast, uh, where it's just, so it it kicked, you probably did that about a month ago, but it just aired recently. And so how the format of his show works, and I think you guys would find this fascinating is John did an awesome job talking about the history of money. And so then they have a guest, John was the guest, and then they have panelists. Well, I happen to be one of the panelists along with two very liberal San Francisco, uh, bloggers. One was like a uh, Forbes writer. Now Kirk is like the only person that's my boss. And so uh, the, these ladies are like basically saying, Oh, well, I, I heard what John had to say, but I also wanted to hear what Paul Krugman had to say. <laughs> and then they, and it was <laughs> early in the morning, and I'm like, All right. One second into this interview, I'm triggered already, and then I just like let. Oh, loose. you got
2: triggered, Tim got I just triggered. Let, I just
1: let, and then I just let loose on both of them, and they're like, "You need to have some compassion." I'm like, "What do
0: you mean compassion?" I'm like, "Where, you know, the government?" Like- Where's the uh, compassion in killing millions of people via poverty and via the strangulation, economic strangulation? I mean, uh, it, seriously, uh, when we're talking about compassion, someone who definitely doesn't have compassion is masterclass, uh, you know, teacher Paul Krugman seriously yeah no, Where, where's his compassion
1: yeah so if you guys want to go to my as you could probably even just go to my youtube channel like after this obviously and then you can see like the podcast links and places you can find it because that is a podcast only exclusive and i think you guys were going to hand it because the thing is it was this was not a voluntarist libertarian anarchist type audience this was like super mainstream audience and then i was just i mean john was being really nice and going over all of his stuff and then i came on like a few weeks later to talk about what john had to say and just in a basically, you know, ran them over uh, like you like you wouldn't believe. Uh. Well,
0: before we get back to John, I want you to pull up that final article that I sent you Tim, um, from Zero Head because uh, it plays into my next question. As it says, Bianco, the Fed has fostered an unprecedented bubble at the expense of the economy. So this is something that obviously uh, most of us have talked about for a long time. This massive bubble is massively uh, faked. It's there's no real, um, co- there's no real sentiment there. It's basically all just speculative nonsense, and yeah. uh, it's propped up. I wanted to ask uh, John, how many times can we see the Fed come back and quote unquote save the stock market and pump it up and watch it drop off again <laughs> pump it up watch it drop off again before we actually see that bottom line the stock market completely get devastated to the point of no return
2: well yeah there's other this either you know deflation or inflation is going to win for for example let's um take a look at like there's a important chart that's out there Uh, it's called m2 monetary velocity and that's been dropping to record lows because what is happening currently with all these bailouts and and quantitative easing they take these terrible assets off the bank's balance sheets then they give fresh cash uh back to the banks which is electronic digits that they the banks then actually keep on uh, the federal reserve's deposits so it's like the, the federal reserve is basically the 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 bank for the banks uh so that's where they keep their deposits and they they are not moving away from there they just keep on accumulating uh there and nothing is happening so what is happening is very like to the, the case of um, uh, the Weimar Republic, where you had uh, mantra velocities drop to the roof. And what mantra velocity is, it's the uh, amount of how fast does money move through the economy? Let's mm-hmm. say that, you know, you print all this money, then it goes to John. John does, you know, uh, something in the economy, creates a product, sells it, and then another person buys uh, whatever. And then like the money kind of like moves into the economy and, and, uh, and uh, get pushed around. The problem is that all that new, newly created money just stays stagnant on the Fed's balance sheet. The second problem is that now that people are really struggling, even though that they get, you know, left-front center-handed money from the government, people are saving that money. They're not spending it. So what's I think could happen is a it's a very potential, like it's looking very much like a Weimar, uh, you know, a scenario where suddenly all this stored-up savings – People believe that the economy is coming back again. Maybe a couple of years from now, uh, it might be deflating. Uh, but then suddenly, people are just shoving all these savings into the economy. Uh, suddenly, the currency, just mass supply of currency, is coming into the economy, and that hyperinflates prices like crazy. Uh, that's a potential outcome, of course, out of all of these. But again, you know, I, this inflation that uh, Tim was talking about, you know, that you have inflation and deflation in several different uh, places, is also a part of it. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's 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 just crazy. But uh, again, you know, I, I don't know. Like, it comes to a point throughout history. This is just the history uh, books telling us that it comes to a point, like, they could keep on printing money as much as they want. But it comes to a point where the people are saying, like, I can't afford food anymore with this currency that right. the government is forcing down my throat. When that happens... That then it's game over. I can't and, tell and, you, you know, at and that there's point. Going well, to be but it's
0: we're getting close, right? And we are witnessing history play out in like live. So in a lot of ways, we can't really compare what's happening right now to things that have happened in the past. There's obviously mm-hmm. basic fundamentals that you kind of have to go by. But with that said, we're. All learning as we go here because this is very different from anything we've seen before. There's similarities, but it's different. Um, And uh, win bank run—that's a—that's a a question. Win bank run because I have seen some bank runs. They're very minor bank
2: runs, but nonetheless, um, I mean, a lot of us been waiting. It was going uh, like it started. You know, there started to be cash shortages there, together with gold and silver. There's still mass amounts of shortages on gold and silver physical that is uh, to be able to get a hold of it. And there's like an underlying, you know, current on uh, that are slowly trickling up. But, you know, they managed again to uh, what do you call propagandize the populace here in Canada, for example, with, you know, mass amounts. I don't know how many freaking times CDIC had their commercial on, you know, how safe it is <laughs> in the bank. It's like pure propaganda that's out there. Um, and you know, with that, I believe that people, you know, started to be like more comfortable keeping their money there again. Now, I right. personally, I, I keep as much money out of my bank account as possible in cash or in Bitcoin or in physical metal because I don't trust the banks at all. Uh, so, and, and now that I get like money from my dad's death, uh, and I get to have to store it here in Canada, my siblings are on welfare, so they can't get any of the money; they will lose their welfare. Uh, so, what? <laughs> yeah, which it sucks uh, that they're on right. welfare yeah but again you know I, i'm gonna store the money here but i said to them like i'm not keeping it in the bank account like it's gonna go out of the bank account into cash at least for now i, I might like my personal one i'm gonna buy bitcoin and, and crypto and stuff with it but i said to them like i would at least you know uh like give you an idea that you should that i should be uh, like maybe buy some for you gold and silver just to protect because we never know suddenly you know and, and my brother is more on the same page as me he's he's more Very smart guy. He's, uh, you know, really into, uh, like he's looked all all over the internet. He's a logical guy. Very logical. He has Asperger's. And his conclusion is like what uh, I believe in (laughs) because he says that that makes sense. Uh, And and of course, so it's people are very worried, but I think that, you know, at any point, and now we're in the liquidity crisis again with the banks in the repo markets, right? So you never know what could happen and what could break. Like suddenly people will be like, there's this one distressed bank over here suddenly popping up out of nowhere uh, that we don't know about because they have distressed assets. Uh, they're going to have to repo, like, I-, I don't know. Like, it's just, I- I'm just waiting for the repo rates for um, May now for the for the Bank of Canada to come out. I think, like, I do not know how fr- freaking crazy it is in Canada, because, but I do believe it's, like, beyond – like Canada might be the center here of the mm-hmm. this whole collapse to, uh, that that where really starts. Well, of course, I mean, Australia it, is closed. But <laughs> Deputy yeah, Prime I,
0: Minister Freeland yeah. just said in Canada the other day that she w- wants to see the shutdown last past November. I mean, yeah, and they so- want to pump
2: in fifty-six billion more. They already have two hundred fifty billion uh, in in deficit spending. Like, come on, that's eight times eight hundred percent increase. Oh, that's in not deficit, the like.
0: John, wow. that's not what we should be yeah. focusing on. We should be focusing <laughs> yeah. on Blackface Trudeau taking a knee. But look, um, I, I really appreciate <laughs> yeah. um, uh, the insights. For those that are just joining us, make sure to hit that like button and check those links below. If you haven't been able to tell, we cannot take Super Chats anymore. We can't make money off of YouTube, even if it's voluntary donations from you guys. So make sure to check those links below. GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribe Star. It goes a long way, guys, especially in this time because it's and never been be more important. And be careful
3: about GoFundMe. I mean, obviously, you know you know this more than anybody with having Dan Dix on, which I actually went back and watched as yeah. into the fire again yesterday. You sound like
0: Barry White right now. Your voice went super low on that mic again.
3: Really? <laughs> yeah. what, what, what about now? Is it going
0: low it's, now? It, it, there you go. sound like Barry White. You could you could sing some, uh, uh, some romantic uh, <laughs> smooth jazz to, songs. To,
3: I don't think you want me to sing anything on here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, GoFundMe uh, took money from Dan Dix. And so using things like are using things uh, you know, I mean, I don't yeah, know crypto you, use crypto, yeah.
0: As much crypto, and, and, as yeah, crypto so I, yeah. I do have my coin tree account below where you can send in multiple different cryptos, including Monero. Uh, if you don't want to be uh, connected to me in any way, but there's also, I mean, subscribe, store, you could do one time payments. What people don't realize is you don't only have to pledge, you can do one time payments like GoFundMe. Um, of course, on float.app, you could pledge in a uh, Bitcoin or do one time. Uh, donations in Bitcoin as well. I appreciate anyone that does that. Hit that like button again. I always try to remind people about that because it helps the algorithm a little bit, even though we are extremely shadow banned today. I wanted to hear everyone's, um, you know, final words on what we saw today. As let's see, I want to refresh uh, the Dow right now. Seventeen hundred. Uh, it, yeah, it <laughs> continues. Oh, okay, it's down 6.26%. It's uh, 1,689 points It's to the circuit down. breaker. It's <laughs> sitting at 25,300. I mean, yeah. that is absolutely insane. Wait, but Joe, and- Bi-
3: Joe Biden has a plan on how he's going to open the economy.
0: Uh, yeah, because so- he, has, he has hairy legs
3: and
2: the kids like to touch his hair. And oh, head, my so God. Okay. Which,
3: you know, uh, if John, there's like this cartoon. No, he actually did say that. There's like this cartoon. That somebody made yeah, yeah, it, he actually did say that.
2: Yeah, just
0: to yeah. clarify. That no, was, John was, isn't just talking about his hairy legs. But anyway, uh yeah, it, it was a real story. He's gonna <laughs> um, he's gonna
3: guarantee he's gonna create a workforce of more than 10,0 000 coronavirus contact tracers. Uh you know, <laughs> guarantee people on that's people.
2: Plan.
0: guarantee yeah. uh coronavirus testing. And, and this you, is a plan we're supposed to trust trust the plan we are going to end up being tracked everywhere Basically, with the chinese yeah, and he Basically, also wants to
3: like, give the police the police more like 300 million dollars extra dollars to help better community policing so i mean did he not get the memo of like what he's supposed to say <laughs> out there i mean no joe biden if, if it, you're not supposed to, sorry. first he's telling people you know you ain't black if you don't vote oh. for me and then now he's out there saying he wants more. He's money just like yeah.
0: Uh, Bill asks in the chat, how can uh, Joe sniff people with his mask? Well, mostly because it's made of people's hair that he. Well, haven't you seen the mask that
2: somebody Photoshop like that
0: he has? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So I wanted to, as we yeah, close sorry. this off, and I think the market. Are, 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 do we want to maybe talk
3: about the, uh, the the two and a half million jobs number for May that they're and, and why that, that number? I mean, I don't know if I can get into why that was such a supposedly great number and why you know the huge recovery I can-
0: yeah well definitely let's st- get into that by the way yeah. uh, your voice is still extremely low so it's super weird i have no idea what's going on with that but uh yeah there are the jobs have been absolutely wiped out over the last couple months and they're you know it's it's crazy because they blame it on the coronavirus good scapegoat guys you just shut down everybody it wasn't the coronavirus that did it that has a 0.002 percent chance of killing any average person <clears throat> on the street under 50 yeah. Um, but on top of that, it's it's a government. It's a government that shut it down. It's a government that yeah. said you cannot go to work or you're selfish. They released murderers from prison, then replaced them with women hey, I, walking in parks
2: with their kids. I, I said it. You know, I said that uh, I'd be way more worried about the government's reaction to this than the coronavirus itself. And sure enough, you know, we had all the uh, all the. Uh, uh, and nobody cared right so mm-hmm. no it's it's just crazy like i, I don't know where, where to even like start with uh, the insanity that's going on with uh this whole covid crisis like there's it's interesting there's people that are you know a little bit awake at least like actually here in Manitoba, josh so you'd be surprised but i, I like especially on the countryside i travel a lot in the countryside a lot of people doesn't even care uh on the countryside which is good uh it just shows that the people that are in the like crazy and nut jobs about it are you know in the I guess they're afraid because they're closer to people in the cities but anyways yeah. I, I haven't seen like on the countryside a lot of people with masks. There's hasn't been you know too much uh, hard hard to do things like. by I've been working throughout this whole thing. I've been shut down, so I've been I've been I lucky that I've. Been, I can't yeah. even
0: take it though, John. I mean, I can't deal with any more of this walking down the street and seeing people well, after everything we now know, especially with all the things debunked by the CDC I and tell the World people Health off. Organizations Like when I when I see bullshit, mask yeah.
2: No, I when I see bullshits from stores forcing me to like put. Uh, like, sanitizer, all this crap on me. Like, I tell them, like, I my wife might be uncomfortable <laughs> with like me, like, coming out and saying that to people in front of like probably like 20 people that are in line. Uh, but like, people need to hear it. Like, come on, yeah, <laughs>
0: like, yeah like, snap out of it. This is slavery. This is like, yeah. the, this is like the Star of David being wrapped around your arm, but it's getting yeah. to the point where honestly, this is going to be the biggest undertaking of slavery that we've ever seen in the history of mankind and with the uh, teamed with the worst collapse of. Uh, the global economy ever in the history of mankind. I mean, you team all this stuff together with slavery dependence. It's scary. We are, uh, our friend, um, Stefan Arneo, who passed away uh, last month, um, really cool guy. Uh, We got to interview him many times and talk with him many times. Uh, He wrote the book, um, uh, Hard Times Create Strong Men. And, um, hard times create strong men went into that old, you know, saying, you know, and, and we are going into those hard times as Stefan yep. Arnio said, uh, in last December in one of his interviews, he said, um, 2020 is a year. It is the 80 year cycle. Every 80 years we see those hard times repeat. Yep. We saw it in the civil war. We saw it in world war two. We are seeing it today. And right now we're not ready for it because we are wussified. We are... Like the vast majority of people are wimps. I'm sorry. It's not everywhere. <laughs> I've been in many countries around the world, third world countries. Some of the happiest people I've met lived in the third world countries, and they were able to take control of their life. They were able to be a free human being, and they were able to do what they, you know, they they were able to build their own houses, all that kind of stuff. Find a
2: millennial today that can build their own house. I know you can, well, but it's well, not easy. We're talking about, like, they push this happiness index, but it's all about how much government things you can get. Like, how about just removing the government? <laughs> that that will get the happiness of people like up to a whole new level (laughs) yeah
0: seriously i I mean talk about a health crisis too when everyone's poor they're worried about you know pandemics what happens when no one can feed themselves no one has an immune system
2: because they've been stuck inside for months well look at Um, india like look at the craziness in india
0: i know i know i I know you you're gonna deal with what happened in ethiopia when um everyone lost money and no one had any money left Oh, wait, starvation and disease and famine and kids with stomachs out to here because they weren't eating. I mean, uh, and people are doomed to repeat history. As Trump said on Twitter today, <laughs> those who forget yeah. history are doomed to repeat it. But, well, uh, maybe you should listen to himself.
2: Yeah, but let's get back to Tim. I wanted to talk about the jobs number. By the way, I just got an email, that, a planned email. Sorry,
0: I just got a planned email from Stefan Arnio here i keep getting emails that he he's set yeah. to send before he died and yeah, yeah. i keep getting it. it's crazy anyways yeah sorry tim how's your mic going you look like you're in a call center <laughs> he's got the he's got the indian call center um, but <laughs> well, uh yeah. yeah talking about the jobs numbers though um uh, john i mean how how much more if they come back with a second fake wave what's going to happen to all these jobs
2: uh, i mean whatever's left of them well, the problem is that a lot of uh, businesses are running because of legislations in certain countries. Of course, we're talking about the United States now, but it depends where you are. You know, the the, the government is. Has-